The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Are you living a wellness lifestyle? What could it do for you? Join us today on the Wellness Lounge a step further and see how our guests and direction can inspire you to self-empowerment through a wellness lifestyle. Now, here is the host of the Wellness Lounge a step further, Desiree Watson. Hello again, and thanks for tuning in. As always, I am humbled uh, by the fact that all of you are listening in from around the world, and I thank you for that, uh, because um, what we do here... Uh, we try to take it a step further. The company is Wellness Interactive, and our signature brand is the Wellness Lounge. We're located at 14 South Orange Avenue in South Orange, New Jersey. And often, you know, I, I like to bring guests on the show who are taking it a step further, and guess what? They may live right next door to you, and you may not know all the amazing things that uh, they're doing. So um, please uh, uh, tune in, as always, and download, and we're on uh, social media. We're everywhere. You can find us, Wellness Interactive, and it's wellnessinteractive.com. We have a new interactive site out, on, and please tweet and ask questions as we go on. We have an amazing guest today. I am thrilled that uh, she's here with us. Uh, before we invite uh, Dr. Jane Eli, I just want to um, just read a little about this uh, book that she has just um, authored. It uh, just came out in February. So I'm just going to read a little of uh, what the book is about, and then Dr. Uh, Jane uh, will come on to guide us through this amazing experience. So it says, this book is uh, spiritual healing practices based upon the timeless universal wisdom of the medicine wheel offering, insights and inspiration for personal and global transformation. The medicine wheel is a spiritual mandala found in many cultures, most notably Native American Indians, Tibetans, Mayan, Celtics, Hindu, and just just uh, naming just a few, the will of life uh, reconnects us with the inherent, powerful, intuitive, sensate experiences of our body, mind, heart, and spirit. We learn to activate the insightful healer within which leads to self-discovery and a keener sense of awakened consciousness. So Dr. Jane is going to speak more about what all that means for us and how to navigate our uh, experience and how to have that blueprint. And you hear me speak about that, well, I guess for the past couple of years, creating your own blueprint. And here we have an author who's helping us to do that. I'm so excited. So um, Dr. Jane uh, Eli, 
is a spiritual teacher receiving training in energy medicine, dream and guided imagery, psychodynamics, peacemaking skills, and skillful means to support personal transformation. Jane also specializes in counseling skills for being with dying individuals and families. She's a graduate of the Barbara Brennan School of Healing Science Training. She received her Doctor of Ministry in 2002 from the University, University of Creation Spirituality, founded by Matthew Fox. Jane has completed additional training in conflict partnership with international peacekeeper Dudley Weeks, uh, Ph.D., that death and dying training for professional caregivers. The Apaya Center, and I hope I am pronouncing that right, but I'm sure she'll clarify, Dr. Joan Halifax. So she is also co-founder and dean of the Peacemaker School of Spiritual Healing, established in 1998 as an international school dedicated to teaching peacemaking, energy medicine, and conflict partnership. Welcome, welcome. Thank you. Thank you for that lovely introduction. Oh, geez. I'm just humbled by the fact that you're here to share so much with us. And, you know, I have not completed the book, but it is absolutely amazing. Just uh, uh, looking at uh, some of the chapters that are highlighted, uh, I I just can't wait to complete uh, this whole experience because it appears that this is an experience. The book is coming into balance, a guide for activating your true potential. So I want to just um, uh, jump right in and ask you, Jane, this beautiful uh, place that you find yourself in as a teacher, you know, an educator, this beautiful space, did you have any idea that this is where you would be uh, when uh, you reflect as a young person or as a child uh, does this is this something that uh, you were dedicated to, or was it nurtured by your parents, your life uh, as a child or young person? Uh, you know, thank you, thank you for that great question, which is fairly broad. <laughs> yes, but, um, and I usually do that because I'm yeah, hoping that that's uh, great. That's yeah, great. you you want to address as much as possible yeah. or not? Yes. You know, when I was sitting meditating this morning uh, for our conversation today, my hope is that our words and our conscious language reaches the hearts and minds of many and that this conversation will be meaningful. I always like to set an intention yeah. you know when we when we come together because conversation is it's a form of movement it's a form of uh heart to heart it's a form of um really uh reaching out and um being with one another so having said that i'll tell you a little bit about my background and you said did i ever have any inclination that this is this book and the teachings in it would, um, you know, be part of my life work. And um, I just have to say, you know, that I grew up very, very simply in a humble background. And uh, one of the things that I 
recognized at an early, early age was that I was connected to an energy that was greater than the uh, the place, time, family um, that I was born into, and um, and this uh, sensitivity really opened me to begin to see the energy field at a very, very early age. I spent a lot of my childhood outdoors and Mm. connected with nature. Mm -hmm. And I was encouraged by elders and grandparents to be outdoors as much as possible. And so my attention began at a very, very early age to be connected and interrelated with the elements of nature and what I would call the elementals, meaning the tides, the waters, the Mm -hmm. wind, the sky, the twinkling stars, the sunrise, sunset, Mm -hmm. the breathing of the trees. I could actually see and feel the trees breathing. You know, at day's end or in the morning at sunrise. And so how I really navigated my life was um, with this kind of ebb and flow, this sensitivity to our living, breathing earth, and that we are part of that living, breathing earth. Yes. And we have a place in it. And so Mm -hmm. at a very early age, i that's how I began to live my life. Beautiful. Oh, my goodness. And it's how I also navigated through, you know, every child has tough times and, Mm -hmm. um, you know, chaos and, and life lessons. And we all come in with this blueprint that is unique to each soul, and our blueprint are our life lessons that we've chosen to work through on a personal level, and then there is also our blueprint that is what I call our cellular level or our soul level. It comes from our spirit or our higher self level. And often that blueprint that relates to our soul level is our um, life's work, our purpose, um, Mm -hmm. our gifts, and how we manifest our gifts in the world. So this book is kind of a compilation. It's not kind of. It is a compilation of um, bringing us back to being in balance with ourselves, which is our personal blueprint, and Mm -hmm. then to extrapolate that, our being in balance with who am I, do you know, what what do I stand for, Um, you know, what qualities makes me as a human being unique Mm -hmm. and also interrelated. And then we begin to to bring that out into our life's task or our our sole purpose of being here, and that is 
how can I manifest these gifts in the world and offer them in service to others? Oh, beautiful, beautiful. So let me ask uh, just one more question about um, being youthful and, and young. And I, oh my gosh, I, I love uh, uh, the idea of embracing uh, just the outdoors, the earth. And when I think about being young um, or as a child, I, I think of uh, some of the things that you just mentioned, the, the trees, the water, just everything, so beautiful. But if we're in a space, and I don't like that bus, so just wanting the listeners to, to know more, but if you're in a space where you can embrace all this, uh, however, it's not being nurtured, or is the, I, I should ask the question, can a parent or parents or uh, young people uh, just um, engaging with uh, this beautiful world as a child, can they engage others? This is, to me, uh, a developmental at, at, at times. Uh, it needs to be developed, and, and I don't know for sure. I'm just throwing this out. If it needs to be developed, how would uh, one or, or parent or children sort of nurture this, is, or is there such thing as nurturing it that young? Absolutely. Um, you know, many people live in urban settings today mm-hmm. in crowded yeah. cities and, um, <clears throat> you know, with buildings and concrete and traffic and yes. uh, smells and, and things like that. And um, <clears throat> in that kind of environment, uh, it is sometimes difficult to connect with the elements of nature. Mm-hmm. And so this is how we can nurture ourselves. First of all, by having a practice of contemplation. And by that I mean listening internally to what is happening inside our soul. Is there is this connection, and and this can be taught to a child mm-hmm. to stop the outer world action. Oh, sit. Wow. In silence, side mm-hmm. by side on a sofa. Mm-hmm. You don't have to be on the Zen cushion, staring at the blank wall. You know, mm-hmm. you can be sitting beside your mother or father, or beside a, a schoolmate. You know, you can be, my grandfather used to say to me, um, you know, when I was riding on the bus to to work, he would say, always remember that Buddha might be sitting beside you on the bus. (laughs) Oh, how beautiful. And so it's like that kind of, okay, you know, Mm -hmm. who am I in relationship with? Well, our first and primary relationship is to understand that the core seed of creation is inside all of us, Mm -hmm. and we have forgotten that. I'll say it again. The core Mm -hmm. seed Mm -hmm. of creation lives inside all of us, Mm. and we are part of that wholeness. We are Mm. part of that interrelatedness. This is an amazing thing to teach a child. Mm -hmm. Exactly. You know, to help a child feel connected to self 
and then help that child bring that connection of essence out into their surroundings. And this is done through silence, through Mm -hmm. listening, through uh, turning off the outer world, um, you know, stimulation, Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. to sitting uh, 20 minutes a day in the morning and 20 minutes a day at night. It can be before dinner, it can be after dinner, before homework, you know, but we, we need to learn how to stop running yes. in our outer world. Mm-hmm. And I call it sitting down in our soul. You know, we, oh, like, you know, we kind of like sit Beautiful. down and, and sit down inside our soul. Yes. It's like, okay, here I am. You know? <laughs> oh, my and, gosh, and, yes. and I'm here with me. Yes. <laughs> you know, and I also recognize that when I'm here with me, I'm here with all. Mm-hmm. You know, I tune mm-hmm. in to the consciousness. Um, it, Carl Jung called it the collective unconsciousness. I mm-hmm. call it the collective consciousness mm-hmm. because there is a global consciousness. And um, you, we are waking up so much on this earth now, humanity as a species is really waking up and as as each of us is growing, and this can be from child self right through to elder self, it doesn't matter when this happens in our lives, Mm -hmm. but when we make a choice to be curious, to wake up, to discover, to connect, Mm -hmm. to sit down inside of ourselves and be silent and listen, Mm-hmm. then what we are connecting with is the great mystery that moves through all things all the mm. time. Mm. And, and you know yourself, Desiree, when you do that, you feel this energy of flow. Yes. You're yes. in this river, and this river is a river of light. One of the things that I recognize as a child and I do believe that the child nature in all of us, children and adults alike, when we recognize the flow, it is an unmistakable signature. Mm-hmm. And it is a signature that is full of energy and light. Oh, beautiful. It's like being in this clear river floating along. And Absolutely. this nurtures us. Mm-hmm. And it when. calms us as, as well. That's a calming place uh, to aspire to find that space it's, it, to calm ourselves. Yes. Yeah. So then how do we become good listeners? You write about this in your book as well. How does one become a good listener? Mm-hmm. Uh to all these beautiful things that you just spoke about in this space. But I do, let's just hold the thought for one moment, uh, uh, Jane. We're going to break for commercial. This is absolutely beautiful and fabulous. We are speaking with Dr. Jane Eli, and she is the author of Coming Into Balance, a guide for activating your true potential. So please uh, stay tuned and stay with us. It's very... um, 
exciting to have her on the show and to be in this space right now. Thank you for listening. We'll return in a moment. This is the home of the top life coaches, entrepreneurs, and success drivers. The Voice America Empowerment Channel. Domestic violence and abuse are experienced by both men and women in everyday life. If you have experienced abuse, know that you're not alone on your journey. Listen for Abuse Survival Stories presents I Reclaim My Voice with co-hosts Reese Zigazaga and Denise Watkiss. We'll speak with survivors who have emerged safe and victorious and who are passionate about helping others reclaim their voices. Tune in every Thursday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 5 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Spiritual transcendence unfolds when we fully align with body, mind, and soul. Then, transcend darkness into light. Each week, make transcendence, wellness through awareness, part of your life. Join host Jessica Allstrom and her guests as we explore your spiritual education and powerful tools in order to help you live your most joyful and prosperous life. You'll want to be here every Thursday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time, 4 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Build a better business. Achieve that goal. Make good on that resolution. The Voice America Empowerment Channel. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. You're tuned in to the Wellness Lounge, a step further, with host Desiree Watson. To find out more about our programs, please visit our website at www.wellnessinteractive.com. That's wellnessinteractive.com. Now, back to the show. Thanks for joining us again. We're speaking with Dr. Jane Eli, and she is the author of Coming Into Balance, a guide for activating your true potential we were just um, uh, going into a discussion, and um, it's about listening, Jane. We, you know, I, I'm, I'm very curious to hear about um, how we can all uh, perfect our listening skills. How do we listen? How do we listen, especially with so much noise in the world right now? It's uh, ah, sometimes... Uh, for many of us, it's overwhelming, and we have lost—we've lost our listening skills, if there is a such thing. So, how do we listen? Yes, that's such a wonderful and deep question because, um, with any practice, Desiree, we first have to have an intention, and so our intention is, in this case, to listen, and to listen. Um, requires that we begin with, you know, just exactly the place that we're at. We begin with the thoughts that turn the mind. And as we just kind of sit down and sit back inside of ourselves and begin to breathe and take the time, our thoughts actually slow down. And then Mm. we begin to notice that there is a space between our thoughts. And that's where silence exists. 
Mm. And it is in the silence that the great mystery moves. It creates a space. And there is a sense of relaxation in that space, a sense of expansion, uh, expansiveness. Mm-hmm. And mm. it is in that um, expansiveness that we connect to the energies of the unseen worlds all around us that we are also part of. And so what we're doing is we're taking our attention and intention that is focused on the outer world and we're turning it around and we're bringing it in and home and down. Mm. Down from our minds into our heart and then into our physical body, into our emotional body, and into our spiritual body, because we are all these things. We are mental beings, spiritual beings, emotional beings, and physical beings. And this is one of the great gifts of, of being uh, uh, on the planet, on planet Earth at this time, is that we have all these aspects of ourselves, that as a human species, we are here to learn how to bring all these aspects, mental, spiritual, emotional, and physical, into balance. Mm, and, I love this. And, yeah, and so this is this, um, and you can make it a game for yourself. You know, make mm-hmm. it fun, because I, I feel like spiritual practice is, you know, I spent a lot of years sitting on a Zen pillow looking at a blank wall. <laughs> and, <laughs> and and it wasn't a lot of fun. Uh-huh. <laughs> I can relate to that. But you know what? I, I just have to jump in for a moment because um, this brings me to something, you know, I read in your book, and you, you speak about spiritual arrogance. Yeah. Can you elaborate more on that? Because as you just mentioned, this is all part of our being, our well-being, the spiritual aspect of it. But we, um, unfortunately, are also in a space where spirituality can be commercialized. Uh, you know, it's, I, I don't know, it, or, or spiritual arrogance. What does that mean? What does that mean for us, um, all of us who may not want to be in that space of spiritual yeah. arrogance? That's a great question. Um, I'm going to read a quote from my book. It's on page uh, 41. Um, and great. this is from one of my wise elders. I call him grandfather in the book. And mm-hmm. this is a conversation that we often had. And here's his quote. Human beings have the ability to bring back into balance the wrongs that we have done to our mother, the earth. Oh, the creative oh. scientific knowledge and technology technology exists within the human race to change physically what we have harmed and made wrong in our world. Mm-hmm. The question that remains is whether or not humanity will activate the spiritual side of itself in time to reconnect with the outer world reality and shift our energy back into balance. Oh, wow. Wow. And uh, also a quote in that, on that same page by Mahatma Gandhi, whom 
was an incredible philosopher. Oh, one of yes. Yeah, your belief that there is no connection between the means and the end is a great mistake. We reap exactly as we sow. Mm. Yes. Wow. And so that brings me to your question about spiritual arrogance or um, cultural arrogance or just plain old arrogance. <laughs> and that's, um, you know, the, uh, it, it arises out of being disconnected with our spirit. It arises mm-hmm. out of being disconnected with our earth. And the underlying um, energy of arrogance is fear. Mm. It, it is being enacted in our world as the right of entitlement to everything. Mm. The right, and, uh, you know, it creates a lot of abuse, abuse mm-hmm. of our natural resources, abuse, um, you know, in addictions, abuse mm-hmm. of power, abuse of uh, money, of materialism, uh, abuse in, uh, you know, governmental situations, abuse of violence, etc., etc. These all are part of spiritual arrogance or um, arrogance uh, that has an intention behind it, and that is the intention to do harm to others mm. for the sake of right of entitlement. Mm. And I'm... and that's the bottom line that is in the outer world is one of the largest life lessons that we as a species are learning at this moment, and it's happening on global levels. There is no place on the earth that this is not happening. Therefore, right. we... We know that it is a blueprint of humanity that we are being asked to shift. How do we mm. shift that? We come back inside. We come back into the understanding that we are interrelated with all life. Mm. That's the bottom line. Wow. So would this, uh, would this be... Uh the actual, um, well, I'll just say, the medicine wheel. You speak about the medicine wheel. So is all of this part of what can be defined uh, in the space of the medicine wheel or its collective intelligence, I read in in your your book. So if there's arrogance uh, with spirituality and, and people basically finding themselves, um, I guess, in simple terms, just not connecting to that spiritual balance that you speak about. But then if you are and you're in a good space, how does that um, translate into the medicine wheel you speak about? Yes. The uh, the template of the medicine wheel um, is in uh, almost every indigenous culture. Mm-hmm. The circle, the mandala, uh, the uh, tonka painting, the mm. uh, the ancient um, you know Stonehenge, the ancient standing stone circles, uh, the First mm. Nations medicine wheel. And, you know, just to name only a few, in Hindu culture, it's the great will of life, of cause and effect. And uh, so, you know, um, in spiritual practices globally, globally, 
the medicine wheel exists in our cultural DNA. In mm. other words, each one of us has the ability to co- connect with our indigenous nature. Mm. And part, part of my work in the world is to help people to connect back to the wheel of life versus mm-hmm. the um, straight line of life, which mm-hmm. is the outer world multitasking, A to B, B to C, C to D, mm-hmm. that equals mm-hmm. EFG. You know, that kind of linear mm-hmm. thought has really gotten us into a lot of trouble. And in the, the wheel of life, or the medicine wheel, it is like this organic, 360-degree energy field that understands that one action in the wheel creates an entire cause and effect throughout the wheel. And all the teachings within the directions, the above, below, all the directions of the medicine wheel provide us with tools and skills to be able to navigate the time that we are in, this Mm. very moment. And that's why I wrote the book, to bring this indigenous um, consciousness back into the world. It's like the return of a knowing that exists Mm -hmm. deeply inside of us. And it's this this Mm -hmm. eternal return that is just a heartbeat away. It's just a turn of your head by two degrees, you know. And so the teachings of the medicine wheel brings us into a universal collective consciousness, mm. and, um, and it pulls together our spiritual evolution, our physical, emotional, and mental evolutions by activating our senses. Mm. And when we activate our senses, Desiree, what we're doing is we are really connecting with our interconnectedness to all things. Because we are much more than human doings. Right. We are human beings. Right. Beautiful. And and so the medicine wheel teaches us um, those pathways and... In the first part of the book, what I did was I gave um, exercises, very deceptively simple exercises. And there are 12 of them which go around the whole medicine wheel when you practice them. But if you just start practicing one and do one for a whole month, Mm. if you just do that, you will mm-hmm. notice that your life has changed. Oh, wow. <laughs> and that's a guarantee. Oh. Yeah. Oh, I love it. Oh. <laughs> I, I yeah. So be, if yeah. you take this book and do one practice a month that will take you through a whole year, there are 12 practices, mm. one a month. Wow. Spend 20 minutes in the morning and 20 mm-hmm. minutes at night doing that practice and then carry that practice consciously with your intention into your day, riding on the subway, riding your bike to work, you know, getting in your car, doing your thing, whatever it is, at your job, do that practice. Mm. You know, wow. And, and then 
this so. becomes, you know, something very tangible, and it activates a part of your spirit and brings your spiritual self folded into your daily life. So much of our spirituality in our world is like, you know, I've got to, you know, go to church on Sunday or do, you know, make time, carve out time in my busy agenda schedule to do my spiritual practice. It's actually the other way around. Fold your spiritual practice into walking to work. Mm-hmm. Fold it into riding on the subway. Sitting mm-hmm. there, being quiet. Or going to church. Yeah. You know, because uh, I find that sometimes uh, it's such a struggle. It can be a struggle, you know, meeting people that are in church sometimes uh, three or four times a week or, you know, uh, every Sunday. But then when they're away, they uh, still have the challenge of that spiritual balance that you're speaking about. So working on that alone uh, can help your experience, uh, I I guess what I'm hearing is helping your experience the experience of walking to work or even going to church, being more connected in your space. Yes. And it's the the whole concept is that the, you are living you are a human being living a spiritual life. Oh, You're not that. a human being, you know, creating spirituality in your life. Not right. Oh that's it's awesome. just the other way around. We right. are spiritual Absolutely. beings. And so just even that concept and connecting with your intention to that. You know, Matt Fox, um, in my first book, I interviewed 10 elders. And my first book was Remembering the Ancestral Soul, Soul Loss and and Recovery. And one of the things that he says is that despair and lack of hope is one of the uh, biggest energies that is pulling humanity into mm. a very, very dark place. Oh, my goodness. Well, uh, if you can just hold the thought for one moment. We're going to break for commercial, Ken Jane. And this is Dr. Jane Eli. She is enlightening us and empowering us uh, just to, oh, my gosh, be in that space and just coming into balance, and she is the author of Coming Into Balance, and it's a guide for activating your true potential, and she is empowering us and enlightening us. And we can't wait to come back to listen to more. We shall return in a moment. Live up to your fullest potential. This is the Voice America Empowerment Channel. How do you define work? Is it that mundane Monday through Friday place that seems to be sucking a third of your life out of you? Or have you made it a place of personal fulfillment, achievement, and purpose? If you are looking to make your work life the latter, tune in to Working on Purpose with Elise Cortez. There are all kinds of inspiring work-life stories told by people who have made work something to look forward to every day. Working on Purpose can be heard every Wednesday at 6 p.m. Eastern Time, 3 p.m. Pacific on Voice America Empowerment. What makes you a success? Is it your business or career? Is it your family and social life? 
How do you achieve the next level in your success? Tune in to Infinite Success Radio with host Rachel O'Brien Eddy. Rachel and her amazing guests are here to encourage, inspire, and empower you to take control of your destiny and achieve the level of success you were born to reach. How do ordinary people become extraordinary? Find out with Infinite Success Radio, broadcasting live every Friday at 8 a.m. Pacific Time, 11 a.m. Eastern Time on Voice America Empowerment. Friend us on Facebook to keep up with what's empowering the world. Voice America Empowerment. You're tuned in to the Wellness Lounge, a step further, with host Desiree Watson. To find out more about our programs, please visit our website at www.wellnessinteractive.com. That's wellnessinteractive.com. Now, back to the show. Thanks for listening again. And, uh, of course, you are listening all over the world and over 20 countries. And thank you again to the many ears. So I'm so grateful to have Dr. Jane Eli, who um, is empowering us and enlightening us. Uh, And I can hear my ear or feel my ear tingling. So (laughs) I want to jump back in Jane, let's, uh, if possible, can you um, in, enlighten us on this, this, this word that's used quite often? Uh, sometimes we may meet people and we may say, oh, she's so, he or she is very intuitive. Or, or um, bottom line is, is there any correlation to that imbalance? You know, being intuitive, what, what does that all mean? And, in this yes. intuition is part of our birthright mm. as um, walking this planet. Every single being who is of this planet and in this planet, including the trees, including the rocks, including the animals, the insects, the birds, um, and human beings, we all uh, have this amazing gift. called intuition, and what is that? Well, from my perspective, intuition is coming from a very deep well of soul wisdom that is inside of us that acts as an informer, acts as a witness, acts as an inquirer, uh, to really uh, bring us into connection with what is happening around us. So, mm-hmm. for example, humans are highly, highly intuitive, mm-hmm. and and have um, you know sometimes as a child you might have been, um, you know somebody would have said to you, oh, you're too sensitive, mm-hmm. or or don't be so vulnerable, don't. Don't take it the wrong way. <laughs> you know these yeah. these kinds of messages. And um, the the truth is, being sensitive, being vulnerable, is part of our intuition. Oh. And because it softens our and that's for men skills. and women, right? For both, or? Yes, for all of us. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And um, do you know our intuition is related to our our spiritual aspect of ourselves 
that is our psychic self, which is mm. operating at a different level of consciousness all the time. It operates in our dreams, for example. Do you know there's a tremendous amount of intuition that comes through in our dreams? It's not just working out our mundane life relationships and life mm-hmm. issues. Our dreams mm. are messages from our soul. And yes. our, yeah, and, and it's our soul talking to us directly. Hey, look at this. Or open your attention to this. Or, you know, remember this part of yourself. Activate mm-hmm. your intuition. Mm. And so, you know, when we activate our intuition, we're actually coming from a heart space. Uh, because our intuition in the human energy field is in our heart and in our third chakra, which is our mm. famous gut reaction. Yes. You know? <laughs> yes. <laughs> you ever had that? You walk into a room and you think, uh-oh. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> right. <You know? laughs> That's your intuition. But But here's another part of intuition, all right? That is this place of sometimes our sensory uh, intuition can go on overload um, and overwhelm. And in our culture, uh, global culture at this time, our fear, anxiety, and stress levels are in this place of overwhelm. And this is deliberate to uh, keep us from being, from... Uh, connecting with our spiritual self because mm. we're, running, we're just running so hard, flat out. Do you know that we, we're kept in this state of imbalance and overload? Witness some of the the media. Do you know when you turn on the news, it's right. all at this certain pitch. Even the music in the yes, so. in it's like da 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 da. da. You know, right. energy is like, <laughs> you know, our poor adrenal glands. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> you know, they're just like going, Phew. you know, can we, can we take a break? <laughs> and so I know. Whole, it's ongoing. <laughs> and, and it's interesting because uh, young uh, people or young kids will say, yeah, but I, I, I hear the beat and it just, takes me, you know, in. They just start to move, you know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Oh, boy. The whole piece about balance is, you know, this, it is oh, when we find ourselves in overwhelm, what is, the, what is one skill, just one, that you've got in your hip pocket that you can pull out and use? And I call it stop, look, and listen. Hmm. That's that first one skill, stop, look, and listen. And part of that is when you stop the action, you actually breathe. <laughs> yes, yes. Uh, speaking of breathing right now, uh, I just want to, I, I have to ask you um, about Mother Earth, okay? And you've, you've mentioned it, but really uh, just talk about uh Everything from climate change, if possible, well, not everything, but climate change and that whole spiritual component that uh, we are connected to or should be connected to uh, the earth, but 
we're just not. So there is a, a huge um, platform called LiveEarth.org. I'm not sure if you're familiar with it, but it's uh, it's uh, Vice President Gore and and uh, uh, a producer out of L.A. Um, Rosky, a, a few people, and Pharrell, he's a music producer. They've gotten together to produce this um, platform for healing the earth. How does one uh, uh, come into balance where we are focused on Mother Earth? When you look at what's happening around us, it's, gosh, I mean, from uh, storms to floods, and it's it's awful in a sense. And statistically, it hasn't really happened this way before in the past. Is there a connection with our sense of balance and what we can do to help the Mother Earth? Well, that's an enormous question. Well, I know, I, I know. It, I mean, it's, it's, of course, sustainability, okay, turn off your water, don't use the water, you know, save the, the bottles. And, and in, in our wellness lounge, we actually have products that are sustainable. We have handbags made out of recycled plastic bottles. We have paper made out of stone. We have all of these things, but those are the physical. There are a lot of things that people are doing around the world, but spiritually, I'm, I'm wondering, I, I'm looking at trees right now out my back window, and mm. my husband, he, he, he's, uh, he's, he's quite interesting. He always laughs at me because I actually, like you, love the trees. I, I oh my gosh, I, I know trees. When I see them, I look at the character. I look, it's like they're speaking to me. So um, my neighbor, of course, they cut down all their trees. So I don't know. Is it because I have a, a, some type of spiritual connection to Mother Earth? And if this is the case, can we all have something that will spark us to embrace yes. this Mother Earth? Yes. You know, to go back to your your larger question, um, you know, about being um, how do we be in balance and with our our living, breathing Earth, mm-hmm. and um, you know, our Earth is undergoing and um, a, a huge physical change. Yes, and change is a constant. You know, our our global energy um, is shifting at this time. Mm-hmm. There are, uh, you know, seems to be a lot more storms. Our reporting systems, the Internet, you know, bring this to our awareness a lot more mm-hmm. than perhaps in the past when we weren't, um, you know, communicating to the uh, level that we are um, globally, you know, through technology. Mm-hmm. But... Um, our energy uh, of being in connection with your, it starts at home. It starts with you and with me mm-hmm. being connected with ourselves. Mm-hmm. And when we are connected with ourselves, we are connected with our core essence, which is interrelated to the earth mm-hmm. and with all the elements of the earth. And so we become a lot more conscious of what we're doing. Do you know what is sustainable, what is not sustainable? And, right. and so, do you know, Grandfather always used to say to me, 
as one grows, so do we all. Oh, oh, beautiful. Yeah. And, he, and he, you know, this, is, this provides us with a tremendous amount of hope because one of the big bugaboos um, in, globally is this whole thing that I was saying earlier that Matt Fox was keying into, and that is the word despair. Because when we have despair, we do not have hope. And, right. uh, and hope is an energy. Mm. Just as despair is an energy, just as overwhelm and fear is an energy. And um, it's not a matter of being like Pollyanna putting on her rose-colored glasses <laughs> and, you know, shifting over here. Right. To, oh, isn't this all love, light, and, and beautiful? <laughs> you know, because it's not. It's not, right. Spirituality, and I say this in my book, Coming Into Balance, spirituality is picking up a shovel, rolling up your sleeves, and doing it. Mm -hmm. Do you know? Mm -hmm. And going out and digging in the earth, and the earth is your soul. Mm -hmm. Mm. So what is happening, do you know, the metaphor or the, the symbolism of what is happening to Mother Earth is also reflecting what is happening to humanity. We are interrelated. She's, you know, her chaos and the tumultuous energies that are happening around the Earth also are reflected in us, and we are reflecting that back to her. You see, because we are interrelated. And so how do we work with that? We sit down inside of ourselves, we get quiet, we breathe, and we make it our business to practice the skills and tools that we know how to do. Oh, I love it. Oh, beautiful. Absolutely beautiful. We need, just, can we tell the listeners uh, where to uh, find you? Um, websites. Uh, what's, what's your website? Uh, and if yeah. you like, uh, there's a email or number. Uh, yeah. What we know for sure, it's coming into balance, a guide for activating your true potential. Now, where can we get the book? Yes, uh, the book is available, um, of course, on Amazon worldwide. Um, it's available in bookstores, Barnes and Nobles. Mm. A lot of the independent bookstores, which I personally support, um, you know, mom and pop right. businesses, uh, Collected Works in Santa Fe, The Ark uh, in Santa Fe. Um, you can uh, go on my website which is www.drjaneeli.net, as mm-hmm. in network. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's all lowercase, um, D-R-J-A-N-E-E-L-Y.net. And, Thank you. Um, and then you have Peacemakers. Uh, yeah. Uh, is that uh, peacemakerschool.org, www.peacemakerschool.org. Please, please get this fabulous book. Uh, We are so um, grateful to uh, have had this conversation with you. And I say we, it's Wellness Interactive, as you all know, and it is uh, the Wellness Lounge. And we believe we take it a step further, and I think, uh, Dr. Jane, uh, you have taken it a step further for us today. So I hope to have you back again. I hope you're open to that because you have empowered and enlightened us today on coming into balance. Thank you so much for joining. And I thank you, Desiree, for the work that you are bringing to the world. It's very important. Oh, thank you. 
Thank you. Tune in next week, and uh, we look forward to taking it a step further again. Thank you. Thanks so much for joining us this week for the Wellness Lounge. A step further, please tune in next Monday morning at 6 a.m. Pacific Time, 9 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel or our replay Saturday morning at 7 a.m. Pacific Time, 10 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel for another great show featuring your host, Desiree Watson. We'll continue to show you how to incorporate a wellness lifestyle and live a better life.